Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are listening. Welcome to the Back Roads Preacher podcast. I am your host, Reverend Randy Barker. The episode that you're going to be listening to today, it was one that was originally just a practice episode, as I'm just now getting started in the podcast ministry. I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. I still really don't know quite how to put together a podcast, and I'm still just trying to learn. But I am a preacher called by God to preach the gospel. I'm trying to do just that with this podcast. It is my hope, my desire, my prayer that those that listen to the episodes, that they will, if they're not saved, get saved. If they're saved, but haven't yet experienced the second blessing, the second definitive work of God's grace, entire sanctification, that they will get sanctified. That those out there that are depressed and discouraged, that they will find encouragement. But that most importantly, the name of Jesus will be exalted and lifted up above all others. Like I said, I'm just getting started with this ministry. I don't quite know how long it's going to take me to to really get into the swing of things. I've been a preacher for, for many years. I've pastored multiple churches. And I know from past experiences that when you begin a new ministry that it takes some time. It takes some time to learn. I'm learning what equipment to have. I'm learning how to put episodes together, so you might notice that um, some of the episodes will change from time to time. Some of the segments, some of the episodes will be um, recordings from sermons that I have preached in previous places in the past. Some of the episodes might just be clips that I have of miscellaneous sermons that's compiled together to make an episode. Again, I'm just learning, so I I just ask that you will bear with me. I hope that you enjoy the episodes. I hope that you continue to listen in the future and that we can grow together through this new experience in ministry for me and that we can all grow closer in our relationship and our walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So here's the episode. I hope you enjoy. God bless. In just a moment, we will get into today's message. But first, I'd like to take just a a brief bit of time to tell you about my Jesus. My Jesus, He is the answer to every one of life's questions. He is the fix to every one of life's problems. He is the solution 
to every single situation. He is the hope to the hopeless, the help for the helpless. He is our Savior. He is our sanctifier. He is the blessed baptizer with the Holy Spirit. He is the divine healer. He is the soon coming King of kings and Lord of lords forevermore. Blessed be His name. Isaiah tells us that He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. John the Revelator tells us that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is the bright and morning star. He is the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. One poet wrote these words. He said, in Genesis, he is our creator God. In Exodus, he is our redeemer. In Leviticus, He is the Holy One of Israel. In Numbers, He is our guide. In Deuteronomy, He is our rabbi. In Joshua, He is the Almighty Conqueror. In Judges, He is the Judge of all. In Ruth, He is our kinsman redeemer. In 1st and 2nd Samuel, He is a powerful prophet. In 1st and 2nd Kings, He is the King of Kings. In 1st and 2nd Chronicles, He is our intercessor. In Ezra, he is the faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he is the builder. In Esther, he is the deliverer. In Job, he is our healer. In Psalms, he is the inhabitor of our praises. In Proverbs, he is your wisdom for life. In Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In Song of Solomon, he is our lover. In Isaiah, he is the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, he is our comforter. In Lamentations, He is the consolation of Israel. In Ezekiel, He is the Son of Man. In Daniel, He is the Ancient of Days. In Hosea, He is the Loving and Gracious One. In Joel, He is our Refuge. In Amos, He is the God that Promises. In Obadiah, He is our Mighty Savior. In Jonah, He is the Savior of the World. In Micah, He is our our Peace. In Nahum, He is or avenger. In Habakkuk, he is the Holy One. In Zephaniah, he is mighty to save. In Haggai, he is the Lord of hosts. In Zechariah, he is the crucified Son. In Malachi, he is the Son of righteousness. In Matthew, he is the King of the Jews. In Mark, he is the faithful servant. In Luke, He is the Son of Man. In John, He is the Son of God. In Acts, He is the risen Lord. In Romans, He is your justifier. In 1 Corinthians, He is your righteousness. In 2 Corinthians, He is the triumphant one. In Galatians, He is our Redeemer. In Ephesians, He is the head of the church. In Philippians, He is our joy. In Colossians, He is our completeness. In 1 Thessalonians, He is our hope. In 2 Thessalonians, He is our glory. In 1 Timothy, He is our mediator. In 2 Timothy, He is our master. In Titus, He is our blessed hope. In Philemon, He is our benefactor. In Hebrews, He is our great high priest. In James, He is our judge. In 1 Peter, He is our example.
In 2 Peter, he is our purity. In 1 John, he is our life. In 2 John, he is our pattern. In 3 John, he is our truth. In Jude, he is the foundation of our faith. In Revelations, he is the Lord who is coming soon. Blessed be his name forever. Myself, I like what he told Moses when he simply said, I am. Meaning to me that he is whatever I need. And I love him so. Now let's get into the message. So that I can tell you a little bit more about who my Jesus is. And exactly what he has done for each and every one of us. Romans chapter 1, beginning at verse number 1. This letter is from Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, chosen by God to be an apostle and sent out to preach his good news. Paul begins by using his Gentile name. I find that very unique when all the other writers of the New Testament would use their, their Jewish name. Paul would use his Gentile name. Even though his Jewish name would have been well known, would have been a name to really be proud of, as, as Saul of Tarsus had Many accomplishments, many achievements, many accolades. He, he was a, a Pharisee of Pharisees, he would refer to himself. Meaning that not only was he a part of, at that time, one of the most elite religious groups on the planet... But he was to be the leader of them. He was on the fast track to be the main one. And he had many accolades, many accomplishments, studied under the, the best of the best, could debate with the greatest debaters uh, of that time. Was a well-educated man, spoke multiple languages, was a Jew by birth, was a Roman citizen as, as well by birth. He had a lot to be proud of and had many reasons to use his, his Jewish name, but yet he used his Gentile name of Paul. Why? I believe he wanted the, the reader, he wanted now, those of us that... That, that, are, that are preaching and teaching and, and, and learning from his writings, he wanted us to understand that he's just one of us. You know, I believe that nowadays we've got preachers and we've got teachers that are, well, they're just, they're getting too big for their britches. They're getting too big-headed. They're getting too caught up in the titles. They're getting too caught up in the degrees, they're, they're getting too caught up in, in growing numbers 
and becoming popular, the fame and the, and the fortune of it all, when in reality, we all put our pants on the same way, one leg at a time, at best, the best we can ever hope to be is nothing more than sinners saved by grace. Yes, I believe that the Christians are the most elite group on the planet. I really do. But when we're talking to, to sinners, when we're talking to the lost, we need to not act like we're better than them. We need to understand it's not about winning debates. It's not about, not about proving how smart we are. It's just about winning people to Christ. And the best way to do that is by letting them know that, hey, we've been where you're at. We've done what you're doing. And but by the grace of God, there go I. And that was the Apostle Paul. He said, I'm just one of you. I'm a man that's been saved by grace through faith. And I'm just here to tell you about Jesus. I'm just here to tell you about how to get saved and, and sanctified and get the victory just like I've, I've got it. And there's only one way. Paul then said, I'm a slave of Christ Jesus, a, a bond servant, a willing servant, a willing slave of Christ Jesus. I want you to hear me. Everybody's a slave to, a slave to somebody. You're either a slave to Satan or you're a slave to Christ. You're either a slave to sin or you're a slave of righteousness. It's just that simple. You can't straddle that fence. You can't have it both ways. We've got a whole lot of people out there now that's claiming to be Christians and are still living in sin. And they're saying, well, I'm saved by grace. I'm saved through what, what Christ did. Yes, that's true. If you're saved, that's the only way to be saved. But Christ didn't save you so that you could continue in sin. The Apostle Paul would say in the book of Romans later on, he would say, um, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How can those of us that are dead to sin live any longer therein? We can't. Jesus will take us just as we are, but He won't leave us that way. And once we become a slave to Christ, then the old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. Paul says, I'm chosen by God to be an apostle, sent out to preach His good news. Oh, if the preachers today could just get that. That's our assignment. That's our mission. It hasn't changed. It won't change. Got a lot of, lot of preachers out there today trying to find a new message. A new way of delivering the message. Listen, it's the old, old story. I've had that on every business card that I've ever, ever had made for, for my preaching. That I love to tell the story. It will be my theme in glory. To tell the old, old story of Jesus and His love. We don't need a new message. The message is the old rugged cross. The message is Christ crucified. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's the only way that it was possible for me to be saved. That's the only way it's possible for anybody 
to be saved. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but the good news is that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Praise His holy and wonderful name forever. And that's my message. That's my, that's, my, that's my ministry. That's my mission to preach the good news, the great news, the greatest news ever told, that no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, you can be saved by grace. You can be saved through the finished work of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He loves you. He died for you. That's good news. That's great news. That's awesome news. Paul tells us in verse 2 that God promised this good news long ago through His prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Again, Paul is saying the message that I'm giving you ain't no new message. This is, this is what the prophets prophesied about. The Messiah... The one that would come and save his people from their sins. He came. And they crucified him. But on the third day, he arose. He pulled off Easter. Praise be to God forever. This is what God has promised you. He said, and it's here. He's here. This good news, verse 3, is about his son. It's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's only about Jesus. When we make it about anything other than Jesus, we're no longer preaching the gospel. We're no longer preaching the good news. It's all about Christ and Him crucified. Paul says in his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line. And he was shown to be, I love this, he was shown to be the Son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was, is, and always will be exactly who he claimed to be. He is the Son of of God, the only begotten Son of God. Emmanuel, God with us. The one that, that became flesh and dwelt among us. Oh, praise God for Jesus. And, 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 and when He arose, He proved that He was God, that He is God, that He always will be God. No one but God could pull off a story like that. He told them, if you destroy this temple in three days, I'll raise it again. And they, when they crucified Him, they placed Him in a borrowed tomb. They thought He was dead. Satan and all of hell thought He was dead. The rejoicing in the party, and I believe, started in hell. And then Jesus went down into the pit of hell, kicked open the, the, the gates of hell, snatched the keys of death, hell and the grave out of the hand of Satan, and said, you heard me wrong. You thought I said that, that I'm finished. No, I said it's finished. I did what I said I was coming to do. I accomplished what I came to accomplish. I pulled off what, what, I, what I wanted to pull off. And now people everywhere can be saved. Why? Because I have defeated you. The seed of woman that would come and crush the head of the serpent. Praise be to God forever. Oh, that is great, great news. He is Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege 
and authorities as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. Oh, I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful that he included me. I am so thankful for the day that that the Holy Spirit showed up where I was when I was out in sin. I was sitting at my dining room table getting drunk and getting high, so far away from God and so far away from, from salvation. I was so lost and on my way to a devil's hell when he showed up. And he saved a sinner such as I. And he didn't have to. But I'm so thankful that he included me. I'm so thankful as the songwriter said. That whosoever surely meaneth me. I am thankful to to be included among the children of God. Among the redeemed of the Lord. All because of what Jesus did on that cruel cross of Calvary. A little over 2,000 years ago. Paul says in verse 7. I'm I'm writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be His own holy people. Called to be His own holy people. Not called to go ahead and continue in sin. Not called to live out however we want, but called to be holy. Be ye holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Called to be separated. Called to be sanctified. Called to be set apart. We don't have to continue living those old old sins. I was addicted to drugs. I was addicted to alcohol. I was lost in sin when Jesus set me free. Blessed be His name forever. And I, for one, am so thankful that He loved me enough to do it. I'm so thankful that He loved me enough to die on that cross, to pay that price so that I could be saved. Blessed be His name. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace in peace. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and will tell others so that they can listen as well. It is my desire that through this podcast ministry, as well as throughout all of my ministry, that people get saved, that people get sanctified, that people come to experience the divine healer, and that people get the hope of glory, the hope of heaven, that Jesus is our soon coming, returning, conquering King of kings and Lord of lords forevermore. As we close here today, let's do so with a song, and let's just worship the Lord. Amazing grace, oh how sweet the sound that saved an old wretch like me. I once was lost. Oh, but now I'm found. Well, I was blind, but now I see. 
was grace that taught my old heart to And grace, my fears relieved. Oh, how precious did that grace appear. The hour I first believed well through many dangers tools and stairs well I have already come his me safe thus far and grace will lead me home when we've been there ten thousand years Bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God.